0: So what we watch anime, so what what? we play leak? we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast episode 300 for May 30th, 2021. My name is Nathan Retin-Spruth and joining me this week we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh.
1: So what? We paint Warhammer. So what? We play Space Station 13.
0: That's all you do. That's that's only you. Only you do those two very specific things.
1: I think a lot of people both play Warhammer and... I almost said paint. Paint Warhammer and play Space Station 13.
0: Yes, I I would assume that the the same people who are playing Warhammer are, are also painting Warhammer. Uh but I, I I don't know about the space station thirteen, though I do see that the two uh interests would align quite a bit. So we definitely move on. crossover. Yeah. Andrew Roa McFain is also here. Hi. And of course I'm your host, Nathan Reed Uh so where can we find you, Aroa? Uh
2: you can go to Aroa.website where nothing's changed.
0: All right. And where can we find you, Cyberpunk Monk?
1: You can go to a Roadout website where I have all of my relevant links towards the bottom there. One that I would like to draw attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, A Rise of the Rune Lords Actual Play Podcast from Pathfinder's first edition. Features Reeton and myself, and we are about five sixths done.
0: And uh, you can find him everywhere else, but apparently you can find him in Space Station 13. Uh, I think.
1: Uh, he... If you're on Goon Station.
0: I think he likes making weed. There, growing nah, weed. Nah, that
1: that was like the first week that I played. That's that's amateur stuff. I make like meth now.
0: Oh, good, good. I'm I'm happy to see that you've moved up in the world. Uh, of course, Nathan Reaton Ruth right here. You can find me at Reaton everywhere. reading on Twitter. reading on Twitch. Uh, reading on YouTube, and you can find this podcast on Reed Reed Podcast. on,
1: Grindr, Reed on OnlyFans. Reaton on Kick.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, you can also what you messed up my thing. So you can follow the podcast, written podcast, and if you go to iTunes, you can actually comment and literally, like leave a comment, rate it five out of five stars. Uh, if if you're listening on Spotify or somewhere else, you can't. You usually can't comment, right? or I won't at least be able to see your comments. Spotify, you can't comment, and they need to change that where you can leave reviews because for some reason they're not allowing reviews right now.
2: If they could, like, do anything with the podcast thing other than just add more podcasts, because what I'd really like to be able to do is hide them entirely.
0: Hide podcasts entirely?
2: Yes. I am so sick of opening fucking Spotify, and, like, the first thing on my recommendations page is this whole row of podcasts that I have zero interest in.
0: Is it just, like, written podcast clinton's core cloud you're like god damn it just stop it
2: <laughs> no it's no okay so so it's it's reading reddit posts reddit explains conspiracy theories a files story time with uncle reddit
1: wow your algorithm is shitter huh? ask yeah. reddit <laughs> like, <laughs> what wow. have you been listening to that made it awful I, like mine I think, at least is like a decent amount of like Shadowrun on podcasts or horror stories and stuff like that. I don't listen to a lot of them, but it's not awful.
2: So that I I used to get a bunch of horror podcasts recommended, and I followed. Oh, so those are terrible too. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I and I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to a podcast since work from home started. So, uh, but um, now I I like. I followed one person that does like stories on MLMs and shit and like she did reddit like reading reddit posts years ago and I guess that just fuckered everything. It's
0: not the uh it's not the illuminati, is it? It is. Oh, okay. I watched the I I watch her YouTube videos. They're pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I did well I listened to them for the most part. So I was like, "Oh, she's on spotify now i mean that's a pretty good avenue to listen to that sort of thing so why not every once in a while she'll like get a word wrong
0: and i don't yeah. know why it, like she uses words incorrectly sometimes
2: i'm like that's not how that word works yeah it's it's weird and, and while we're going on a tangent but <laughs> hey we barely have anything to talk about anyway yeah it's a um week. Didn't E3 happen this week?
0: Did it? Not that I have heard of. Uh, I thought that was in June.
2: It's usually in June, right? That weren't there. There were like big things revealed because, like, Far Cry Six was was revealed,
0: and I didn't give and a shit. shit about any of it. Like, I yeah, looked through I, stories.
2: Like, I uh, I don't know. Yeah, E3 happened. I no. think.
0: I don't. I have no, no. no e
2: three runs June twelfth to June fifteenth. I don't know what the hell the deal was there. Then I don't. Yeah, know. I was like, it starts anyway. in June. What hasn't hey, been uh, the
1: same since after his stroke?
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think she writes a lot of her own stuff anymore. Oh, uh, that uh, could do it. She like pays other people to do research for her, or or at least to write things, and maybe she does the research. I don't know, but like, I know she doesn't edit her own shit anymore. She hasn't for a while. She pays other people to edit. She's like the right opinion where like she's just a voice at this point. Yeah. And that makes sense. I don't know how I feel about that, but you know what? It's it's decent content that just flows into my ear holes and that's all I need while I'm cleaning out a cage full of shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh one thing I do want to say that happened this week on my Twitch. Was did you know Cyberpunk Monk? We actually have fans from the Clinton's Core Classics.
1: I've seen one, so I confirm. I I can confirm, we at least have fan.
0: We have we have a fan, and we have uh, fan. They came and into confirmed. my yeah. They came into my Twitch, and they're like, I'm like, hey, I I messaged uh, Connor directly. I was like, hey man, there's like somebody who actually listens to Clinton's Core Classics in my chat, and he's like, what? and he came and joined and so like it, it was weird because like connor came he's like hey guys and the guys like oh my god is that is that connor and i'm like how why are people excited what the like fuck yeah and like uh roguish bard there it didn't was make there. any
1: sense to me either
0: yeah roguish <laughs> bard is there and uh like he the the guy was like oh my god it's it's harper too and i'm just like this is so weird we actually <laughs> We have people we that have listen been. to us. Why do yeah. people like us? You stop it. We're bad. But apparently, uh, I think that Clint's Core Classics gets a lot better after season one, from what I understand. That would be a correct assumption. We don't We don't have somebody uh, trying to upstage us all the time. And it helps. Like, drive in his own narrative, which is weird. It's just okay. It's whatever.
2: Didn't uh, he watch... Just... D- didn't he watch fucking board monkey whatever no whatever that whatever the spoony show was oh no um you're talking about counter monkey counter monkey didn't, he, didn't he watch counter monkey where he said to not do that shit when you're in a you're in a tabletop game
0: yeah like so they they i remember my friend durga was talking to me about this once he had a group that he was leading and you know, he had a set campaign and they're like, We're gonna go do this and like go off the beaten trail. And so he just made some monsters to try to uh basically turn them around so that they would go back into the direction that he wanted them to go. And instead he killed two thirds of the party.
2: Uh which wasn't the intent. Uh and, and- then they woke up three days later. And it was all a dream. Nope.
0: They they all had to roll new characters, is what they had to do. Oh,
2: goddamn. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Connor, what games have you played this week? Space Station 13 and Warcraft. Or Warhammer. Warcraft? No, that's me right here. Yeah, yeah. Warcraft Hammer. Warcraft Hammer. Uh, I didn't get to play
2: Warhammer.
1: That would be so dope. I haven't gotten a chance to play Warhammer. However, my new codex came out. My army's looking scary, you guys.
0: Cool. You you do realize um, they had a Warhammer MMO, right? And it was bad. Right,
1: but like, what if they bad. did it
0: good? It was it was World of Warhammer, and it wasn't very good.
1: <laughs> so, uh, uh, but uh, we we so we're finishing our Crusade campaign, which is like the narrative style game. Somehow I placed. So what we're doing is we're having a three-way game. Nice. Let me explain this to you. We're doing a 2,000 point army, which is like the biggest that the basic rules support. There's bigger versions for if you want to spend like your entire weekend playing the game. But this game with, you know, with two people usually lasts like three to four hours. Now that we're doing this with a third person, I anticipate this is what I'm going to spend my entire day doing. And that's kind of cool because I've wanted to play like a big ass war since I started getting into the hobby. It's
0: finally happening, you guys. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, it sounds like and a lot of that was my
1: Warhammer Minute.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you play any video games?
1: Yeah. You know what I picked up the other day, which I've been enjoying a lot, is Breath of the Wild. That oh. is still a good game.
0: Good. Uh, yeah. And they're coming out with a, a Breath of the Wild 2,
1: from what I understand. Supposedly.
0: Yeah. Did, did you play it on your Switch?
1: Uh, that's the only oh no i guess it did come out for the wii u didn't it no this is on switch
2: uh no one bought uh... the wii u version except for people who pirated it
0: yes that's what i was gonna say you can play it on simu at like 60 frames a second in 4k
1: okay vr 144p yes that doesn't make sense anyways
0: play play breath of the wild in vr and vomit immediately
2: yeah well, play the yeah get the get the labo vr kit and uh play it in <laughs> vr
0: yeah
1: i forgot that that was a thing
2: <laughs>
0: yes it was uh and then a row what games have you played this week
2: uh i've been playing wow classic um in in preparation for burning crusade coming out um i uh really in the this is an obligation phase right now um i don't like it very much i don't like how slow everything is i am i am a a a combat rogue that's what they're called in old wow
0: yeah
2: and so outlaw rogue was the first class that i played extensively in wow it was the class that i played That made me go oh i actually can enjoy this and it is very disheartening going back and playing the original form of that and it is just so unbearably slow i'm constantly out of energy i can do like two attacks and then nope too tired can't can't attack anymore and like i just how did anybody enjoy this shit And I know that the real reason is that because the alternative was EverQuest and I don't even think about how bad that must have been for WoW to be a massive improvement.
0: EverQuest.
2: uh,
0: I mean, Final Fantasy XI is really slow. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Like, WoW was... A lot of
1: MMOs really do waste your time. Like, it's part of their fundamental mechanic. They want to keep you in front of that computer screen.
0: WoW, like, you going and playing Burning Crusade... My brain is like, oh, WoW's easy mode. You level up so quickly in that game because in other in the, MMOs not of back the time, in the day. no, back in the day, I, I f- like WoW was the quick level MMO. Like it was oh, the easiest one like, to get like into. in comparison,
1: sure, sure, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that.
0: So my brain, I still because I haven't really played very many MMOs that much. And so my brain is still like, oh yeah, wow, is super quick compared to all the games I played, like Galaxies. Yeah, and nowadays you can't get XI. into
1: an MMO without it being like, hey, thanks for starting your account. Here is one free character at max level for you.
0: I yeah, I think that there needs is... to be, I think there needs to be a nice balance because, like, a lot of MMOs they just hand you stuff, and I hate that. Where it's just it feels like you went from one to fifty in like twenty five minutes. But on the other hand,
2: I would rather I, have that than what leveling in classic or even in modern WoW is.
0: See, but I, I, Depends that's what the I was, content is.
2: That's what I was saying. There needs to be a
0: middle ground between what, you know, the quick, super quick leveling and the slow leveling that was in like EverQuest and Final Fantasy XI back in the day. So, this is going to
1: sound really uh, nerdy, but I actually really enjoyed uh, Burning Crusade WoW's RP servers. Because you'd go to a new region when you were leveling. And there'd just be people there like, yeah, we like this region. We're chilling here. What's up? I I'll go kill some
0: shit? I doubt that Aroa likes RP and World of Warcraft and stuff. But that's just me.
2: So uh, even,
1: it's, just, it, it's okay if you need to make your own fun sometimes. And it's a good engine for it. And it's a shame that modern game design doesn't appreciate that in-between step more. I guess that's all I was really saying.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I would like to point out that, uh, I'm probably the most RP friendly within my player group. Uh, I am incredibly socially anxious. So, uh, I, I, and, and like I have a real, real bad problem with cringing at myself anytime I lean into that shit. But, uh, yeah, actually, I I have I have attempted that by making an RP server character, and oh, then okay. I just get way too nervous. But I yeah I, I really have a lot of fun like t- playing on an RP server and trying to take it seriously.
1: Other than my weekly raiding group, like when we were at the end of game content, because that that was some fun shit. I'll be honest with you, like learning raids is a lot of fun. Yeah, Other than that the most fun part of World of Warcraft was me dicking around low levels like with my role playing group in storm uh, stormwind or something like that like we're getting the posse to go to the new area
2: <laughs> yeah like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of cool shit in classic too that like like just just ways that the the design philosophy has changed so dramatically from back in this era versus current wow and i don't even mean in terms of like how current WoW is very heavily influenced by mobile gaming and oh, yeah. live service concepts of keep you logging in every day and all that shit. Uh, in terms of like how the combat is designed to where each unit has a lot more individual purpose, uh, I think a lot of people will admit that uh, I don't remember when it was that there was a particular expansion, I believe, where basically every class gained an interrupt, every class gained a self heal, every class has a, a stun somewhere in there. Like oh, that's D and four. Every... That's that's four. Just so like, gonna say yeah. that. <laughs> well, that that's what I'm saying. And like, how many people shat on D and D four? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for that like very reason. Yeah, because like every single unit lost a lot of their own personal identity because like who cares if, if you were playing as a rogue because you had you know it's like five different interrupt abilities because now everyone has an interrupt so just so fuck it I, and i get that like part of that philosophy is well now you can just play as the class that you enjoy or you know now now you don't have to seek out a particular make, uh, makeup of, for your for your party but I, I do think that that's an interesting and kind of fascinating idea of making it so that, oh, wait, guys, it's okay. We have a rogue in the party, so we don't have to look around for through this maze for this key to this door because I can oh, just open it. The door. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, been, would... that, that's been really satisfying.
1: I would like to bounce off that and think the biggest appeal to these social games were the social aspects when they were there. LFG was, hey, we have someone who could heal, we have someone who could DPS, and now at least last time I played this game, which was I think two or three expansions ago now, it was you, you hit a button, you're automatically queued up and within seconds you're hopped into a bunch of people from different servers and doing what you need to do. The screening process the, the, the act of talking to people saying, hey, we're, we're doing this you want to do this, what are you getting out of it, what can you do? That was appealing to me. In the interest that, of, as you mentioned, making every class do everything and the automation process, it really took out that interaction part.
2: And that, that's what a lot of people that that I see on classic wow, that, that is a lot of what they find appealing about this. I, I first played a classic like right after it launched, and it was remarkable the difference. In just how you interacted with other players, because in retail, like everyone's just off doing their own thing, everyone's all doing the same quests or whatever. And, but like because everyone has individual loot, and there's no more uh shit where like if you tag something, only you get credit for it, uh that kind of stuff. There was no reason to like party up with randos. Whereas when I played classic, I was in. I was in, a, like, a two-man party with random people all the time because that was just the easiest way to get things done. And that was something I'd never experienced in in retail WoW. Like, it, there was just a lot more talking to each other and a lot more of a social aspect to what was supposed to be inherently a social game. I think that's neat. Yeah. At the same time, though, the gameplay is so gruelingly slow that I want to die a lot of the time, so...
0: Yeah, see. There you get loading bars, man. Uh one thing I do like about Final Fantasy 14 and 11 is that there's a translator built into it. So That's it's neat. not it's not like you can type it in and it'll just translate it to whatever language, but there are certain phrases and there's a ton of phrases that you can type in and it will you can then select that phrase and talk to other people. So when you're in a group, you could still come up with strategies and stuff to to be able to take down the, the monsters, or you can communicate like, hey, it's break time. Uh Like, if you got in with a Japanese party, they had, like, set breaks that you would take for, like, they'd be like, okay, we're taking our half-hour lunch break, so everyone go get food and be back here at blah-blah-blah time. And it's like, wow, they... Americans just, they're just like, I'll be back, I'll be, I will gotta, gotta go get food. And uh, very, very more regimented uh, when you're playing with people from different cultures. And it's it's really cool uh, because with a system like that, you're able to interact with people from Japan or, or the European countries that you probably wouldn't be able to interact with if you just played on an NA server.
2: So yeah, if you get yeah. well and if you get matched up with somebody from like the Latin America realms in wow, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> because not only is their latency super high, but also they don't speak English a lot of the time. Or if they do, it's bad. And there's no translate
0: there's no like set phrases that you can at least translate to the other languages.
2: Yeah, no, the most that you can do is it's you you can do a ready check. But I like, yeah, check, communicate it.
1: through emotes. Unless you're <laughs> yeah. willing to get creative, you're pretty stuck. I, am I just shocked. think it's cool that there's a way I could tell people I slept with their mother in over 250 different languages.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, I think because you could do uh, Galka, and would you can translate Galka, and you could translate Meat Rod. Um, so a lot of people uh, did Galka Meat Rod, and that was their. <laughs> That's what sometimes that what they would say, but it was really cool. And I'm surprised that n- like not a lot of other MMOs have stolen that idea. Cause you just start yeah. typing out a phrase. Like you say, you say, thanks and press tab. And then it'll come up with thank you or thanks for the offer, but I'll have to pass. And you could just, uh, like that's if somebody invites you to a party, you could do like thanks for the offer, but I'll have to pass. And translate that, so then you don't have to worry about it if it doesn't if they don't speak English, because they're gonna get that translated in their language, which I think that's is amazing,
2: really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good
1: idea.
0: Um, and they should have that I- has
1: like real world application.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been twenty years, and no other MMO has stolen that idea. How is that?
2: Maybe they patented it.
0: I. Oh, kind God. of dat it? Uh doubt dat it doubt it. I kinda doubt it. Uh so did you cover all the games that you played?
2: Um I think that, that that was like I don't think I really You didn't want to I, really did, play I did play a little more of Resident Evil Village. I'm trying to finish it uh so that I can play uh I found out that there was a new release of the uh Sonic Adventure 2 randomizer. Oh good uh, a few oh,
1: months ago. That sounds amazing. Do you record or uh, stream that or anything? I'm
2: going to, definitely.
0: I check he's, that out. He's got another thing coming that he's got to record and or stream.
2: It's that's it's, true. It's on that, the way. That's very true.
0: So, uh we're going to move on to me. Uh I didn't play I only played two games this week instead of the normal three. And the reason I played two was because I wanted to beat one of the games. So I played Halo, uh Master Chief Collection. Played some of that online. Had fun. I'm terrible at it. Uh, sp-
1: lie to yourself.
0: Spawn rates uh, or spawn positions suck in that game. Just throwing that out there. But uh, it, I, I had some fun. I had some fun. Connor didn't play with me because he's a he's a jerk. And he, he I uninstalled. Look,
1: I, w- I will reinstall that game when you're ready to play the campaign again. Until then, it's not worth having it on my hard drive.
0: All right. So... Then I also played through, I actually decided to beat uh, Saga Frontier Remastered, which is a good game. And I like that the, I like that there are eight different stories. So there's eight different characters. You can play through uh, all of them and you can meet. So if you play through with one character, that character will also sometimes run into characters from the other stories. So you can kind of inter- intermingle, which I think is really cool. Uh, some of the endings are really weird. Uh, I guess a couple of the characters have multiple endings. And one of them, just halfway through a boss fight, just goes gray and says, the end. What? Yeah.
1: Good writing.
0: And I was just like, whoa, what? And
1: That's the uh, the Tony Soprano approach.
0: I went to go check and see, okay, maybe I didn't do enough damage quick enough. Like, maybe you just have to, like, beat this guy before the five-minute timer or ten-minute timer or whatever. Or it just, it does that. And so I went online and I looked it up and everyone's like, nope, just ends.
2: Goes the what end. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Is maybe, maybe the implications that he was stuck fighting that boss forever?
0: I think that is exactly <laughs> what it was. The The implication that, you just can't win in that in that particular scenario. Uh and there's no other ending that quite does that. So I thought that was really weird. There's another ending where uh there's like a girl who's chasing down the the killer of her boyfriend and uh there's multiple endings for that one. So if you choose one of the routes then if if you choose to pursue the killer down the sewers then the ending of the game becomes the quote bad ending but the good ending isn't any better so i was not inclined to go get the the good ending so i did be all eight scenarios though and so saga frontier remastered is all done and i think it's uh it's a good game it's it's worth the 25 dollars. it's not worth 60 dollars uh, but their full price for it is $25, and I think it's definitely worth that. And that's it. That's all I played this week. I I made one character in Solast- Solasta, Solasta. And uh, I have not played that. I'm going to start that up hopefully on Tuesday. We'll see what happens. What the fuck is Solasta? It is a Dungeons & Dragons 5 tabletop RPG game, like Baldur's huh. Gate or Divinity weird and everything
1: except fifth edition sounds great about that
0: i got a review copy
1: oh nice yeah hey aroa yeah completely off topic you said ancestors human did the ancestors human kind odyssey was good right
2: yeah i I love it
1: worth 15 bucks
0: oh absolutely yeah all right all right so we're gonna move on to some news stories because we don't have very many of them this week but uh this is dumb. This is really dumb. So uh Amazon is coming out with mental health kiosks. So they're just putting to a
1: corporate office near you.
0: They're putting a, <laughs> they're just putting a pod in the middle of like production or whatever. And you go and you you sit in the pod and cry. That's, Holy shit,
2: they're scream boxes. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, that's what they are.
1: Yeah, where's Carol going? now uh, she's off for a fifteen-minute depression break.
0: And and here's the thing, I thought that's what the stalls in the bathroom were for. Like I thought <laughs> that
1: that's interrupting people's poops.
0: That's what I mean. Could
1: you could you have your break down so... somewhere else, buddy? This is already <laughs> uncomfortable enough.
2: Yeah, they're also not allowed to go to the bathroom, silly. Oh right, right. that's why, why they didn't... go in plastic bottles. That's why they didn't. You put know, a toilet people are
1: gonna be. Uh... Using the facilities in these things, oh, too. Oh,
2: yeah, they're going to be shitting right in those fucking things. Yeah, so well, it says...
1: Um, a- probably going to be doing other things in there, too.
0: Amazon is rolling out individual, individual interactive kiosks <laughs> at its facilities as part of a larger health and safety program called Working Well that was announced earlier this month. As outlined in Amazon's announcement, Amazon is designed to guide employees through mindfulness practices while on the job. Employees can visit Amazon stations and watch short videos featuring well-being activities, positive affirmations, calming scenes with sounds, and guided meditations. Self-care is important, and Amazon gives me the opportunity to take time for myself just to pause and regroup, which helps me be better at work, said Katie Miller, an employee at an Amazon fulfillment center in Ohio. You know what would make me better at work? As her boss was standing behind her with a whip. Yeah. yeah, I was you know gonna what? say
1: if you turn the camera, there's someone with a gun to her head right now.
0: <laughs> it would make me better at work if you gave me more money and benefits. I don't know, Pick
1: maybe these working conditions, please. No, okay, I'll, I'll take the crying booth.
0: Freaking! They just paid eight billion dollars for MGM, but they can't give. <laughs> they 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 have to cut their employees' health insurance for uh, for Whole Foods. It's so bullshit. Uh, it says All I employees'
1: went, health is not an investment. Uh,
0: when I take that time, I come back to work more focused, and it has lasting effect on the rest of my day. Uh, Amazon's press release didn't go into more detail, but by studying a photo of the booth making the rounds on news sites, I was able to uncover a bit more information. The kiosk appears to be a Zend booth, a company that makes and sells a whole line of office minus private space products. The model shown in the photo above looks like a Zen booth solo, in office phone booth that retails for $3,795.
2: So, well, they're going to put like two of these in every fulfillment center and call that a uh, job well done?
0: Three, th- fucking th- almost $4,000 for a fucking
2: three by three made out of glass and aluminum come on it's a premium unit it's like a three foot by three foot
0: room i could make that and with the and with the cost of wood it only costs five thousand dollars (laughs) um but no seriously like that is ridiculously high priced for what you're getting there like
2: yeah but look at like that's the company's Thing and like they probably, they probably make the sale by going and and look at these statistics on the increase in
0: profitability.
2: In yeah, so, yeah, yeah, productivity from from employees going and standing in the cry box for fifteen minutes.
0: How much does a sound booth cost? I know you've looked, Aroa. Uh, I
2: know it's like...
1: cheaper to just sound booth soundproof your surroundings. in Most cases.
2: Well it's cheaper to all just build your own sound box out of PVC pipe and uh insulation sheet thingies. Uh but if you get one that's that's manufactured, like like built by somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing, you are looking at several thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I am looking. I'm seeing I'm seeing some for twenty five hundred
2: yeah. I mean, it greatly depends on the materials and who you're getting it from and all that, but I mean, th- this really isn't that far off from, from that sort of thing. It's uh, still, like, so
0: expensive for what you're getting, though, because it's just a box in the middle of the room that you cry into, and it doesn't even have a toilet. Yeah. It's okay. It, They'll
2: find
1: a
0: way.
2: It probably has, like, a little, like, you know, a little thing for for a computer monitor to sit on so they can have this stupid little affirmation station and like tissue it, it's an gotta outlet. have tissues it'll have tissues it'll amazon, have lotion
0: amazon basic t- tissues and lotions i wonder what they're gonna do in there um <laughs> so uh we're gonna move on to our next story did you know that steam is thinking about making a handheld console because the Steam consoles worked out so well last time.
2: Now, that's not totally fair, because look at what look at what Valve was trying to compete with it, with, with that whole thing. They were they were like, buy our pre-built computers that were licensing the Steam brand out to OEMs. Uh buy ours instead of everyone else's, also they run on Linux, so you also can't play like three quarters of the Steam library.
0: yeah, I think well, I think some of them came with with
2: windows you could get you could get them yeah. with Windows, but uh, it but was still like like who is gonna buy that shit? Anybody who actually gave a shit about p c gaming built their own p c in the first place or they had their friend do it for them, yeah. and otherwise, you're not gonna buy a pre-built machine from GameStop. You're gonna go on Alienware's website or some other origin uh, at Falcon Northwest. What this reminds me of
0: is the, uh, the, the the shield is what it reminds me of. The Nvidia Shield. Yeah the shield portable. Yeah. And that's that's more like what it is. They're they're comparing it everywhere everywhere's comparing it to the Switch. Saying, oh my well, god, course. it's like a Switch. But it's really, it's more like a shield. Uh, that may look a little, it may take some design inspiration from the Switch. But
2: I well, think... Well, it, it depends though, because we don't know anything about it. We don't even yeah. know, we don't even know for fa- for a fact what Steam Pal refers to. Everyone just is assuming that it's a playoff of like Game Boy or whatever.
0: That could be, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't it was have
2: just like a reference found in in some config file or something.
0: Yeah, but they're not actually doing anything. Like, there's no specs that have been released, anything like that. So it's just a rumor at this point that it's very possible that they could make it. Uh, I give it about the same percentage chance of releasing as Half Life Three. So you know, it's it's
2: pretty high. I, up I there. could see them. I could see them investing in something that can play like like something. Uh, Do you remember um, a product that got hyped all to hell Gaze and was Modo. actually just a
0: the, the gamecom? Uh, no,
2: no. Engage. No, N- no, no. It was it had a Kickstarter campaign. Oh yeah, uh, it was called the. Okay, a little newer than that. I don't. I don't know what you're saying. Hand, handheld device. It was uh, the Smash.
0: Oh, Smash yeah, Z? Smash, Smash Z or Smashy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, S M
2: A C H. Yeah. So, um, I see it as something that's trying that would be trying to go for that sort of thing, except it'll actually work um, and, and exist. Uh yeah. Kind of along the lines of uh, the GPD products that are out there. Um, I have seen actually a uh a Chinese product that I want to say runs Android uh but may, may there may be one that runs Windows I'm not sure uh, that would fit with this sort of thing very well if if it only ran uh Linux instead of instead of Android you know Yeah and I I I, I could see them going for that if they because I don't, I haven't really followed SteamOS for quite some time. Are, I do you know if they, they're still putting I, effort in that?
0: I think they are not putting effort into it. They have they have shifted their focus from SteamOS to just having Linux support on Steam. Right. I think with their with Proton, I think it's called.
2: Yeah. Um, Proton's their. Uh... It's, like, their extended version of Wine that's specifically for gaming. And they've also just put a lot of upstream shit into Wine uh, over time. Like, uh, DirectX support is miles beyond what it used to be, thanks to the Proton project. But uh, in any case, I could see them putting out some kind of Linux-powered portable device about the size of a Nintendo Switch that... um, You can play a majority of games on because, like, that's kind of the one thing that Intel has been pretty good at has been moving their their desktop class CPUs and scaling them down to where they could support a portable device, uh, and still retain a lot of their power and graphics capabilities. Um, like we've seen with the, the GPD products uh there's one out there that can it can actually play cyberpunk at like 30 fps um it's it's kind of amazing so like if if they if they manage to get something like that out there and keep it under eight hundred dollars I I could see there being a niche group of people who would who would be willing to buy that. Is it you? Are you Uh, that niche group? Yes, um, <laughs> yes, and no. Like I, I would rather honestly have something along the lines of a GPD product because it has an integrated keyboard. Yeah, um, those
0: GPD products are pretty cool, but I, I don't think I'll ever get one. I just I'm not a mobile gaming person, so.
2: are it, neat. I have the same feeling about it as I did about the Switch um, for a long time, and that is that. It'd be nice to be able to just kind of sit on my couch and play, play a full PC game. But um, I also, I don't know, I don't know if that's going to be enough for them to justify putting out a whole product like that. You know, we'll see. Because like we shall see. Yeah. Because like, uh, fucking the Steam Link was was a really cool concept, and they killed that thing off completely.
0: I mean, they did. They they stopped selling it, but the so- they still the have software, software is still around. Yeah, yeah. I think they just figured that they could just use the the Steam Link as part of uh, like a Roku device and Amazon and all that. Well, yeah, that, of... that,
2: yeah. That's what they do. They but like the actual Steam Link hardware, uh, they they opened up a lot of tools for building for it. So, like you could build applications for it. It's just it was so low spec that it really wasn't useful for anything. Right. All right. We're going to move I mean, on to our anything, next one. I think it story.
1: shows that Valve's willing to like stretch out and try to be experimental with hardware. If anyone's going to do it, I think it would be Valve. Yeah. Oh,
0: they, yeah. they had their Steam controller, and that one was um not great. I have one. I like they're, it. It's not great. Yeah. But it's, it's, they're it's willing okay. to take risks, is what yeah. I want to say.
2: They have so much money. and like with with the way that the that the company is organized like this sort of thing is kind of uh uh
0: what it what do you call it
2: incentivized
0: like yeah just to experiment which is it's nice because you see companies with so much money like apple right and apple yeah plays it safe like they 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 have their laptops and they have their phones and yes, they're, they're, you know, shifting with their M one chips and everything, but you don't really see Apple making anything that's unusual anymore or like crazy. Cause they're like, Oh, we have AirPods. Those that's pretty, pretty tame.
2: They have their keyboards and their mice. And that was a product that everyone else was already making. By that time. yeah
0: yeah they they apple will make products that are already being made and then have them priced like three or four times higher than
2: the other products uh and while... you can't even be like, like like it used to be that you'd be like well apple maybe doesn't do it first but they do it the best and that's not even fucking true anymore no it's the product with the most pedigree yeah,
0: but yeah, but you see you see Apple plays it safe with all their money, but Valve's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to release a controller." And it's going to be fucking weird. And
2: like It's got two touch pads.
0: Yeah, that's going to help you for some reason. And You know what? I was able to play uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 with it. No
1: complaints against it. It is an acceptable controller. Not yeah. my preferred controller, but it works.
2: It does work. It's if, fine. If it had a second analog stick, it would have been perfect, I think. Yeah, like they, they could have found or, a way,
1: or like a way to take one on and put one off, or something.
2: Yeah, but yeah. Being able to swap of availability. Yeah, being able to swap the uh the the right touchpad out with an analog stick would have they bam they they would have they would have gotten it because yeah. like having the one touchpad to be able to do like a you know like like something with steam input to have some kind of roll out interface thingy to with that. It's like, a really cool idea. It's just that you can't aim worth a shit with the, with the touchpad.
1: Yeah. Not well, anyways. Gabe Newell, I know you're listening. Hire a row in us. We'll, we'll help you out.
2: I, I won't. I'm not
0: working for another evil. Wait, yeah, I would. I would totally work for another evil monolithic corporation. So. I'd work for Steam in a heartbeat. Yeah, um, I mean. Yeah, Steam. You'll work for Steam, the, the company Steam. I, they probably do have a steam division so technically you could do that but anyway we're going to move on we're going to talk about Microsoft flight simulator so when microsoft flight simulator released it had a a very big install of it looks like uh, 170 gig, 170 gig. not only did it have a giant install of 170 gigs but also you still had to stream in information as you were flying around the globe mm-hmm. like, it was crazy. So, apparently, they have decided to shrink that initial install to 83 gigs. I still think that the streaming is going to be a problem. I wonder how they're going to do it. It says um, it says here that the most recent patch mentioned that optimizations have cut it down to a mere 83 gigs... Um, we have to assume that deleting over two hundred uh, two two hundred twelve story tower in Australia was worth a few hundred megabytes. Apparently, they deleted a two hundred twelve story tower in Australia.
2: Uh, um, it was probably it was probably the spire. Okay, and what's up with the spire? Ah, uh, it was a glitch. Oh, it was one of many glitches where it was a, It's just this giant monolithic skyscraper. Uh, that was just there, that the map algorithm fucked up and made. Yeah, it says geometry
1: doesn't quite work out here. So uh, here is the Tower of Babel. Yeah,
2: yes, basically, yeah. it's it's the uh... same thing as like if you go through a lot of bridges and suddenly the water rises up, and and it fills the entire area under the bridge. Oh, interesting. Oh, I thought I... that was
1: just being streamed in in real time.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So uh, it says here that uh, it says that the new PC build release with additional optimizations included and system rewrites. I just wonder because they're, they're taking out like 90 gigs, right? Are they replacing that? Like, is that then going to be streamed in at a later time? Or is that just that they made that? They're like, oh shit, we forgot to compress some of this stuff. Guess we should press the compress button.
1: Uh, I can't imagine it's the latter.
0: Probably not, but you never know. We'll we'll talk it about the might... story of you never know in just a minute.
2: It might have been something along the lines of like they 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 like had to get it out the door by a certain date and were like fuck it, just like glue these bits together and make it work and we'll we'll solve this problem later kind of like you know how how payday 2's file size has bloated over time because there's a ton of duplicate data in there. Uh, I wonder if that's that's what it is is they just kind of tied off a lot of those loose ends and optimized the way that it stores files.
0: I mean that's kind of what they did with uh Colonial Marines. Like they're just like they I guess from what I understand the company went to I think Sega and we're like hey by the by uh we need like 6 more months to make this game not dog shit so we need a we need to delay the game by at least 6 months and sega's like oh no and so 2k was just like or i think it was uh gearbox whoever d- developed the game uh was like well okay just Make it run
2: and, and really they, they typoed a line in the AI config to make it dumb, <laughs> really, really dumb. So,
0: <laughs> I guess that was fixed it. I guess that was just like the same thing. They're like, you have to have it released by this date and make it somewhat playable and, and just kick it out the door instead of well, I mean, I'm gonna say Flight Simulator probably not as bad as Colonial Marines. But no, it's, it's similar no, it, it because of still a ads.
2: magnificent uh, work of art. Like yeah, it that is I, a feat um, of of software engineering by all by all measures. I remember I Flight
0: Simulator X, and I was at PDX Land. This was in the mid two thousands. And we were at PDXLAN, and uh, they were talking about the new graphics cards. And they were like, oh, yeah, with the new graphics cards and Intel's new processors, we can run this game at 20 to 25 frames a second?
2: <laughs> and I'm
0: just like, wait, that's like the... It's, this is when, like, the 8800 was coming out. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can run this game at 20 frames a second on this 8800. <laughs> good, good, thanks. Wow,
1: look at that slideshow.
0: Uh, yep yep and I, I I'm assuming that a uh, new flight simulator game will run at sixty frames a second or more uh, if you have uh, the hardware it to support if you have the hardware yeah. to support it
2: <laughs> you've got you've gotta have some pretty either top class hardware or you've got to turn everything way the fuck down if you want a solid 60 fps
0: yeah uh a game that everyone can run very easily is uh fall guys, and apparently some people can now edit some files, because the Fall Guys developers have accidentally released the source code on Steam. Yeah. This is a story that you brought up, Roa.
2: It is. Uh, so, basically, um, the Fall Guys developers uh, released an update uh, for Fall Guys. Um, they accidentally included uh, quite a bit of, of extra data, uh, including a folder Titled Fall Guys underscore client underscore back up this folder underscore but don't ship it with your game. <laughs> um,
1: Oopsies. <laughs> and someone's <laughs> getting talked to on Monday.
2: In that folder contained a bunch of C plus plus and C sharp uh, files because it was the source code for the entire game.
0: That is awesome. Uh, so, I, I love the name of it. Is don't ship it with your game. <laughs>
2: like, I don't know if that's something that's like part of Unity. Like, like if Unity just has like a backup source code function uh, that makes a folder like that, or if like someone actually just named it that. But, God, how
0: fucking great! Um, yeah, but the problem apparently is, <laughs> and I can, I can. Just I can verify this is that they've had problems with uh, cheaters in the in the game, and oh, yeah. like I've That's seen only people going to make this worse. Yeah, I've seen people move at like lightning speed before the round has started. They're already going through the. Uh, they're already going through the game and or or whatever yeah. level it is, and I can see. This being really bad, since now they have access to the source code to fuck with it
2: even more. Uh, yeah, uh, if if I hadn't quit because of how unbelievably repetitive uh, the game is, uh, I would have left because of the cheaters. Because that, like, I don't know how you release a game nowadays without some kind of anti-cheat that that can stop basic bullshit like that
0: yeah because it's and I, i don't know i never
2: understood
0: cheating like i understand cheating uh financially like if i'm playing a card game with with cyberpunk monk and we have money on the line i understand cheating to get more money but there is literally no reason to cheat in a game like fall guys
2: uh you can get the crown so you can buy cosmetics. There is literally no reason <laughs> <laughs> like no reason but, to
0: cheat. Like it's but I, it, it's not that hard of a game either. Like I managed to win a few times just because it's really easy. A lot of it's more luck than anything else. Yeah.
2: But so, also is bad a game for bad beasts. It is. Uh and, and like yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know cuz didn't like Devolver publish that shit? Devolver are you Digital You going to tell me that Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure they published it. I have no idea. Uh, they had a publisher behind them. Like it everyone compared it to Among Us, but it is like it, it had so much more money behind it than Among Us did. Uh Yeah. And like
0: I think it's fucking... the I think it's the characters. The character models. It, it is. It, yeah.
2: Yeah. And it was just, it like co- coincidentally, these two like very simplistic graphics games got really popular all of a sudden at around the same time. But like I, I, whoever it was that funded it, like you motherfuckers couldn't pay for a fucking easy anti-cheat license. Like really? I'm assuming that there's a license fee. They, couldn't, that they couldn't
0: get some Securom going on.
2: That's a, no, that's, that's just for piracy. Oh, it's different. Uh, right, right,
0: right. I, yeah, I, I think that they need You're to work on their I'm joking, because <laughs> Second Sekiro was awful. Uh, kind of like Denuvo is awful.
2: Yeah, it made installing The Sims 2 an absolute miserable experience. Yes, yes, it does.
0: So, I would say, hopefully, if you still play Fall Guys, that you have fun with it. Because I still think it's an okay game. I'm I i have not played it in a long time, but I think that it it's it's fun. It's a fun party game to play for like twenty, twenty-five minutes and then go do something else. Uh we ha it's a short, short podcast. I got nothing else to talk about today. So uh thanks for being here, Aurora. Yeah, I was I was here, I guess. Thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk.
1: I most certainly was here.
0: And I have been your host, Reton, and we will be back next week. With more uh, Warhammer, I think. I think there's going to be a lot more Warhammer next week.
1: So next week, I probably won't be here because I have already been told I should plan to do nothing but play Warhammer next Sunday.
0: Oh, (laughs) okay, then. Then the week after, we shall talk entirely about Warhammer, probably. So we shall... 2,000
1: Human Armies, Adeptus Mechanicus, versus Necrons, versus Thousand Sons. It's going
2: to be a bloodbath. Thank you yeah, for Yeah I recognize those names. Yeah, thank you for listening.
0: Goodbye. My herbalism is 75.